The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Captain Sean Holmes. And I'm your first officer, Brian Massey. Today, we review episode 21, Court Martial. Yeah, because that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, get the robes on. It's time to go to court. Oh boy, politics and Star Trek. Let's do this. Yes, nerd stuff and more coming up on Prime Directive. Engage. Welcome to Prime Directive, episode 21, Court Martial. Oh boy. And, uh, you know, how you doing today, Brian? Uh, <coughs> I'm, I'm a little sick. Is, isn't, isn't he great? He, he still works yeah. when he's sick. I've been, uh, I've, I've literally been on a diet of like, <laughs> like Dayquil and fucking Powerade for like the last 48 hours. That's that's a gl- um, that's a glorious. Well, uh, that's the thing. It's like I don't. Well, here's the thing, because apparently there's a bug going around the office, and I'm like, I don't feel sick. I just got a cough, and like my voice is a little strained right now. But yeah, that's about it. And I'm a little sniffly too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how are you, bud? Oh, I'm d- I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I um, you know, <coughs> cord uh, unnecessary roughness today, as I as I as I usually yeah. usually do. Uh, did went to the gym today. Cool. Got to work on some gains. I, I just want to know one thing, and uh, and then we'll go straight strictly to Star Trek. Uh, who'd you pick to win, the Broncos or the uh, Jaguars? Actually, <laughs> I mean, nobody cares about this shit. Uh, don't don't make fun of him. He's gonna he's gonna come through the door. Oh no 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 no. Oh. Yeah, guys, you stop talking about football when you when Star Trek to be discussed. Uh. I need cheese, dude. Uh, dude, I'm sick. Can you please just like, can we can we save this for another day? Sorry, sorry. I'm uh, like, you know, I'm leaving, but I don't feel welcome. Um. So I mean, uh, anyway, like, before that any, guy rudely interrupt on, us on any other fucking day, I could deal with his shit. But <laughs> I'm just like, I no, not please, today. Please, I I'm I, no. No, I did pick the Broncos to win, but Sweet. the Chiefs Chiefs won. So, well, yeah. So that yeah. was that. So uh, it's been a know, great obvi- week for me. <laughs> yeah, great week for you. Oh uh, yeah. But in terms of Star Trek, um, <coughs> yes. In so terms of Star Trek, they there's... announced three cast members of the new uh, CBS uh, yes. Star Trek Discovery. Yes, Star Trek Discovery has three official signed-on cast members. And I'm about to read off that for you right now. Um, we have the main character. Uh, sorry, we have in our main cast. We have number one. She's described as a female minority character serving as a lieutenant commander aboard the Discovery. 
The decision to not make the character a starship captain like previous Star Trek series protagonists was made to, quote-unquote, see a character from a different perspective on the starship, one who has a different dynamic relationship with... Sorry, let me repeat that. One who has a different dynamic relationship with a captain, with subordinates. It gives us richer context, quote-unquote. The decision to call her number one was made in honor of the character of the same name portrayed by Major Barrett in the original Star Trek pilot, The Cage. Hmm, right on. Interesting. Uh, when the character was first pitched to CBS, she was only to be called number one in the series, but her real name will ultimately be revealed before the end of the first season. Okay, so we don't know who this is. So they might be playing that uh, it could be, I don't know, maybe they're related to somebody from Star Trek past, and they just don't want to reveal that until the end of the season. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Intrigue ensues. Um, and then we have yeah. uh, Doug Jones um, as Saru, a science officer serving as a lieutenant aboard the Discovery. Saru is a member of a new alien species to the Star Trek universe, as to yet be uh, revealed. And then we have Anthony Rapp. You might recognize Anthony Rapp from Rent. Um, his name is going to be Stamets, and he's a science officer specializing in astromycology, which is the study of fungi in space. So this motherfucker is literally playing Egon on a starship. Right. <laughs> I collect mold, spores, and fungus. Um, which is what I feel like right now because like the, I, I literally feel like I'm just Mold, collecting spores it. and fungus. Yeah, I got, I got some spores and fungus on my nose right now. Um, Stamets is the first Star Trek League character to be conceived and announced as gay. This is going to be one of the main characters who oh is... Oh my. Yes. Yeah, which Fabulous. is which is a big thing because it's like you would think out of all... I don't know, like Star Trek should have had this down like years ago. Hasn't happened, but you know what? At least it's happening now. And then we have a recurring member, uh, Michelle Yeo, as Giorgio, captain of the USS Shinzo. So that might be a rival ship. Hmm. Shinzo. Shinzo. Sounds very Japanese. Uh, Chinese, actually. Chinese. That's cool. Yeah, because so Shinzo's in China, so that might... Um, that's very... Shows what uh, uneducated swine you, I am. You uneducated swine. Um, Uncultured swine. <laughs> so, yeah, we have three announced um, members, and then we also have one role, which we've uh, just gone into. We don't okay. have a cast member for that just yet, but that role in of itself, I think, is going to lead to some interesting track because the focus is going to be on somebody who's not necessarily the captain. Not necessarily captain. So, I'll be huh. Starship. So, Let's go. um,. Sometimes uh, you got to make random movements. Little ticky-tocky <laughs> movements. <laughs> Little ticky-tocky movements. Moving ever forward. Like a clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's interesting. <laughs> so did you get the any, any of the actors' names? <laughs> any of the actors' names? Yeah, I just I just rattled them off. It was, um, uh, here, let me go back. Let me, because I'm, I'm going to, I, I need to go to okay. IMDb to, to look up these, these fine, these fine uh, okay, these fine Okay, we have, people. we have Doug Jones, Anthony Rapp. Doug Jones, Anthony Rapp. And Michelle Yeoh, Y-E-O-H. So she is best known... Well, she's a Chinese actress, obviously. She speaks Mandarin and Cantonese. And let's see here. I move your phone further away from the mic. She played Wai Lin in Tomorrow Never Dies. And she was also in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, let's see here. And in some of her earlier films, she is credited as Michelle Khan. And then we have Anthony Rapp, who, let's take a look here. He is... Hmm. He was on the X-Files. He was on... So Doug Jones, Pan's Labyrinth, huh? Yep. And Hellboy. 
What else is he in? He's uh, man, he was uh, in a, he's in a lot of stuff. Okay, he's got a big IMDb page. Mm-hmm. He just I just keep on scrolling. Oh, I didn't. Know he that. was he was in Outer Limits. No shit. The Outer Limits TV series. I'm I'm taking a look at um, Alien Number One. I'm taking a look at Anthony Rapp's list, and uh, he was in Adventures in Babysitting, which is the best Thor movie to never actually feature Thor ever made. Dude, he's <coughs> he's the contortionist number two in the Weird Al show. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. There you go, Jordan. Very nice. Right on. Hmm. Um, so Anthony Rapp was also in Twister. Interesting. I did. I don't. I can't remember. He also plays a thin clown in Batman Returns. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay. Holy fuck. That's probably really <coughs> a really young Doug Jones. Um Thin so clown. That's crazy. It's it's amazing. It's amazing a lot if you ever if you ever scroll through somebody's IMDB uh page. He, he looks like um he kind of looks like Danny Elfman and um, Oh, that's who Anthony Rapp is. Yeah. Holy Doug shit. Doug Jones kind of looks like he he kind of looks like again like Danny Elfman and that one dude from um Spider-Man, sorry, The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Who played Dr. Connors had like a weird baby. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Rent. Yeah. I Holy just, shit. Yeah. There's, I mean, I there's mean, only yeah. 525,600 minutes. I mean, yeah. In a, yeah. In a year. So, so, um, so I think uh, that sounds, it sounds like it's going to end, you know, it's shaping up to be a nice uh, series there. Yes. Um, um, I don't know if we've actually mentioned this just yet, but um, this is to interest to anybody who uh, wants some uh, extended media to go along with their TV show for uh, Star Trek Discovery. Um, in September 2016, I must have missed this, but apparently IDW is going to be producing um, a comic series revolving around the show, and then Simon & Schuster is going to be doing at least one novel uh, to start off um, a new you know, kind of uh, novella, um, line of Star Trek uh, books revolving around Discovery. So that should be interesting. Huh. You know, I'm I'm st- I'm still I'm still torn. I still do think that uh and I do apologize if I sound like tonight. <coughs> I sound like crap. But um honestly I do think that like the day should come where like they should do a TV series or a movie around like the Enterprise B or the Enterprise C because like you could do so much with those. Hmm. Like I mean, I mean, I know we know what befell the B and the C, but I, I feel like we should do something with them. And uh, I just wanted to, Brian, I wanted to show you a video since this is coming around that time of year. You probably should turn on the monitors, the button closest okay. to you. Um, and so monitor on, Captain. Yeah, uh, on screen. Um, on screen. Since uh, you. We have to play this, right? Because because uh, it is, it, it's it has to be. So right, and since you know, it, this is the season of the holidays. About the, about the time that this episode comes out, mm-hmm. I will be playing this. So, so here it is. Here's uh, hoping that there's not an ad before it because, well, well, let let's 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 see if it's not. I'll just mute it. Yay! No? And there's not. Good. That's how I like my YouTube ad free. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, make it so, make it so, make it so. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some tea, Grey Hot. 
the that doesn't rhyme. Way down low. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. When we finally kiss. Good night. So crazy. How I hate going out in the storm. But if you really shut up, Wesley. All the way home, I'll be warm. Oh, the fire is slowly dying. And I dear We're still goodbye, Ben. But as long as you love me, so make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Yay. Yay. Hello. Th I'm that... James Covenant. Thank you for watching my video. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so James Covenant. Got a free uh, plug. There you go. There you go. That's Got his a plug. free plug on the show, buddy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, no. You know what? It, yeah. Check out James Covenant's. Yeah. Take, check, check out James check Covenant's uh, video at youtube.com slash James Covenant. Who, who am I to deny a plug for a guy, especially when he does something cool like that? He got his free um, plug. Yeah. So, see, that, that that right there is a statement that I always say whenever I go to a Chinese buffet place. Make it so. How do you want your chicken? Make it so. <laughs> Make it general so. Make it so. <laughs> I just, it really, it doesn't, people, it, sets you, it sets you in the mood. People just, uh, sets you really in the well, mood you know for what? the holiday. But, but, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's weird because it's, is it just me or it's like, it's, it's December 1st and it's like. Uh, does it does it feel like December to you yet? A little bit. I don't know. It's like I, it. It usually takes me like I don't know. I, I usually... wait. I wait until December. I don't start playing any Christmas music until December hits. Yeah, me too. Because... But like, same here. Because because right. it's like any anything earlier and it's just retail being retail, right? Um, and especially this one because it had such a star it had Star Trek thing. It's because right. I was like. I was like, I know what I... Because you said, you know, it was Christmas, Star Trek. I was like, I know what I should play. Right. <laughs> well, here's here's the, here's the funny thing. Because, um, and I'll, I'll go ahead and do a little inside baseball with the audience here. Um, I'm going to be in Denver for two weeks for Christmas. And, um, you know, we I kind of wanted to do some, um, I don't know, maybe do some episodes to have for y'all, you know, so that you don't have to go a week without Prime Directive. Right. Um, so I was at work and I was looking for, you know, any kind of Christmas episode. The only really Christmassy episode of Star Trek that I've been able to find so far is a next gen episode that we're going to get to when we get there. And what we don't season really, is that? I, I think it's season four, actually. Oh, God, that's that's so a long ways like, away. I was like, fuck, so we can't really do that. <laughs> that is that is like that's a five year. That's after our five year mission. Right. So but here's the thing. I was like, okay, fine, obviously, because we, we've talked about some criteria on the show, yeah. you and I, and I think we've agreed, you know, we're not going to talk about the animated series, because the animated series, while it was made by, Fima what was it, Filmation, and yeah. Filmation has done some really interesting stuff, like He-Man and whatnot, it's not considered canon. So I was like, okay, if it's not considered canon, then maybe if they have a Christmas episode, we can just do that for shits and giggles. There we go. And it won't really matter. They don't have a Christmas episode. <laughs> They don't have a fucking Christmas episode, and it's a cartoon. I'm like, come you, you think with I was a like, cartoon? They here's would... the thing: He-Man and She-Ra have a Christmas special. Star Wars has a Christmas special. We don't talk about it. Fucking Garfield has multiple Christmas specials, and they couldn't bother to give Star Trek one. Yeah, I was that's, like, that's, this that's is really bullshit. Especially, really it's, I don't know. So Any, anyway, um, anyways, what are you gonna do? There's nothing we can do but, uh, you know, <laughs> return to Star Trek. 
right? And to really dive into um, episode uh, twenty-one, mm-hmm. court martial, which we will get to oh. after Jinx this break. Today's episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Try free for 30 days of Amazon Prime, courtesy of your nerds at CastWave Studios. Just go to castwavestudios.com and click the banner at the top. That's Amazon Prime. This episode is brought to you by audible.com, home of thousands of audiobooks. Click through the link in the episode description below and receive two free audiobooks of your choice. We at the studio recommend Ready Player One, as narrated by Star Trek alumni Will Wheaton. That's two free audiobooks from audible.com. Click the link now. Today's show is brought to you by Castwave Studios' Amazon page. Help our tiny, poor studio and save money at the same time. All you gotta do is go to castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Learn it, bookmark it, love it. That's castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. Sean is motioning me for to stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. I hope you uh, had a nice, enjoyable time listening to all the commercials here that uh, support Castwave Studios. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're getting into episode 21, Court Martial. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to let the, um, just let the captain enter this. Because only the captain could inter- introduce something so serious. Mm. Captain's log, star date 2947.3. We have been through a severe ion storm. One crewman is dead. Ship's damage is considerable. I have ordered a non-scheduled layover on Starbase 11 for repairs. A full report of damages was made to the commanding officer of Starbase 11, Commodore Stone. I roll for initiative. Yeah. <laughs> It does seem like a D&D thing. <laughs> it's like, you're in a dungeon. I mean, a spaceship. Yeah. You go through an ion storm. Honestly, that wouldn't be a bad way to start a, start like a, a that's a That's a cool D&D campaign. D&D Star Trek. Right. That's really, that's like ultimate nerdy. Yeah. That's like. <coughs> well, I tell wow. you what, man. I tell you I what. I would still do it, though. Um, FASA has a Star Trek role play game that we could mess around with one day for a show if you want to oh yeah so yeah we'll do we'll get into we'll that do game. like a quick game before before the review yeah yeah and the for, so, so, yeah. that that's something we could do yeah let's let's do that let's do that on the next good. when you right. come back right on so um things are fucked all over um it looks like we currently have kirk who's on this uh layover and he's being accused of Basically, he's, screwing he's up. He's ordered the, the face of course, ma- a marshal. Uh, a course marshal. A, a course, a course marshal. A course marshal. Uh, a court marshal. Uh, on the circumstances surrounding uh, Crewman's death, mm-hmm. uh, Crewman Fim- Finley. Um, yeah. That th- adds, you know, it's thrown in a, and it's thrown some doubt. You know, there. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the, the beginning of the this episode, I like. <coughs> excuse me. Um, the beginning of yeah, this it episode. It didn't start off that like. 
explicit like ooh, it's a star trek episode I, I, let's start no it's like uh, we got our conversation with people. <laughs> yeah you it was just hey you want to go to shop mall later yeah sure I, i'll go I, it was literally i looked over at you and i was like uh, i was like <laughs> i was like oh boy here we go <laughs> yeah <laughs> like brian just slowly picks up his phone and just starts texting i'm like well i know who's tuned out <laughs> and i'm, I'm just sitting there like, gonna be a court martial i'm sitting there like bright no. bright eyed like ooh, what's next <laughs> I'm just like uh, I'm like this is interesting. And Brian's like this is so boring. Yep. Okay. So boring. Um. So, um. Without <laughs> much further ado, let's get into uh, some of the uh, categories here. The first would be engineering. You know that is really getting annoying. It is. Um. This is out of ten. This is for special effects. Uh, there weren't many. No, there weren't. This was a very um. Story heavy episode, so I'm, I'm going with uh, a three. I'll go with standard five. And now here's the thing. Um, so I'll go four. Here's 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 my thing. Um, if you want to know what the nature of this episode is, when it comes to special effects like that, um, <clears throat> they literally have a lawyer character who's like, check this out. This computer can do fucking everything. I don't use yeah. it. Books. So <laughs> it's like books. I mean, I mean, I remember in the um, in the pilot episode, we were making fun of them for having paper. Now they have paper between I was like, two big pieces of cardboard. So, so I was like, so this books. Son, I was like, books. This son of a bitch has the entire Encyclopedia Britannica, and then some. <laughs> like he has like three editions sitting on a couch, and then he's got like and the all rest these of law and books the, and, that are like this thick, this freaking thick. And the rest, of, the rest of them are Tolkien appendices, just <laughs> just just hanging around, <laughs> just like <laughs> yeah. You see this book? You see how it's like two thousand pages long? That explains the elves. <laughs> it's like, no, no, oh. that that explains the elves' ears. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if anyway, that explains the wood elves. That doesn't explain the high elves. That's that book over there. <laughs> How many pages of that book? Uh, 3,000? Three, Fuck! We need two people to lift it. <laughs> so, oh, a little bit of light reading. Right on. I like yeah. it. Yeah, just a little bit of light reading. for, for Hey, at least, at least the lawyer he had was educated. Oh, dude. No, this guy is smart as a whip. I like Honestly, I'm like, where the hell is this lawyer? Like, if, I don't know. I've never been in legal trouble, but I've known a couple people who needed somebody like this before. So, so uh, next one... <laughs> Is we yeah. have the the bridge. Evacuate bridge. Deck one life support failure in thirty seconds. Ooh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, so. I like the new. A- Ooh, <laughs> you like it? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I figured I'd try that one. So <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Just so it's on record, keep that. <laughs> I like it. You want to play it again, please? Evacuate bridge. Deck one life support failure in thirty seconds. <laughs> Oh, and it sets so up good. it sets up acting and story, <laughs> which this has a ton of. Yeah, and I I really, I really think that that Kirk has the the wherewithal. He has a he has a subtlety mm-hmm. on in his in his uh, when he was sitting in the stand, mm-hmm. just just saying like, I was doing my job, and like mm-hmm. I was doing in the th- proper things in the proper order. In mm-hmm. the proper sequence that I I was supposed to do these things and I I did the did them by the book and the way he said it I was just like, well yeah well what couldn't what couldn't you do one word comes to mind when it comes to not only Kirk defending himself but also his crew defending him right during this trial one word and and one word only comes to mind trust 
Trust. Trust. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't get that on my head. Um, because, yeah, trust. He, yeah, it's trust comes to mind because, you know, you have Spock who's like, you know, I've, I, um, I've worked with this man. I've, uh, I understand the way he works. I understand the way that his psyche works. I understand that humans are flawed and I understand that the captain is incapable of having made such a grievous error. Yeah. Bone says pretty much the same thing. Everybody says the same thing and they're like, well, obviously the ship must either be flawed or there's, you know, something else afoot. Yeah. Somebody's trying to frame Kirky boy. Yeah. And I, I, everything looked like something's like, like any, like, uh, <coughs> thing were like, it's the evidence suggests overwhelmingly. Oh, oh the evidence is damning. The evidence, yeah, it's it's damning. It's one of those like things, yeah. like in court case or like court, like the like Law and Order, like the evidence is overwhelming, dun, dun. and then it turns out somebody's been fucking with the evidence, right? And it, well, like it's it's one of those things, but we're, but you have that feeling, right? right I don't right. know if you watch these, but you have that feeling like before they call that something, somebody's fucking with something, you're like something's a little off. Something's <laughs> it, a little fishy. Right. Like I, you have that like see, there's that seed of doubt, that seed of uh, mistrust. Being like, laid uh, upon what, <laughs> what, what they're accusing him of. I was just kind of expecting that whole like I was I was expecting that one moment from that one movie with freaking Matthew McConaughey and uh, Samuel L. Yeah, or just like, yeah, I killed him and they expect him to burn in hell. I was expecting <laughs> that scene so bad for some <laughs> weird reason. But here's the thing. Um, here, here's the thing because we we, we were watching the evidence, which yeah. by the way looked like it was in beautiful sixteen by nine widescreen. Which I'm like, where's that Star Trek? I want to watch that. I think Star they Trek. filmed it in four by three and cropped. That's, that's no, that's no, 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 no. That 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 looked too that that looked too centered and too perfect to have. No, that looked that looked great. Do you I think want... they switched cameras and on their budget? They, well, no, they might have gotten a film camera. They might have gotten a film camera and been like, we need this kind of uh, film to play. Well, I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll find that out. But um, here's the thing: because you're watching the evidence and you're obviously trying to believe you you, you believe Kirk. Right. You believe Kirk. You believe him, he says, you know, like, look, we went to yellow alert, we went to red alert, and then I jettisoned. Okay, that's the way things work. Yellow, red, jettison, because shit was fucked. Okay? So you're <laughs> so you're watching <laughs> dude. I just imagine him saying that. Shit was fucked. fucked. Um so here's the thing. They actually and I love how they have like, you know, film like this, but you, you see it go from, like, a widescreen of, like, you know, here's here's the ship and here's the steeple and right. look inside and there's all the people. And <laughs> it's, like, there's Kirk and there's You remember that. <laughs> so, and um, they're, like, okay, fine. The evidence will prove it. And so you see them actually go to a camera shot, which is, like, literally, like, his hand over, like, you know, his, you know, lazy boy. And, uh. There's all those buttons that are going down, and they're labeled yellow alert, red alert, etc. So he hits. So he's, got, he's got his arm control yeah. panel there, as if you were. And he hits yellow alert, and it's like, okay, cool. And like, you know, things are going well. She's, and then she's like, pause, video. Pause. And he he hits Alexa. He hits jettison, and I was like, oh, oh no, someone was drunk behind the wheel, weren't they? Oh no, he so like, pressed the wrong button. He pressed the wrong button. Oh my god. <laughs> so so I remember like cuz he cause, pressed the wrong button. No, the that's wrong. Oh god. <laughs> Not the wrong button. Not the wrong um, button. So, I do that all day. 
<laughs> and then you just hit backspace. It's like fuck it. That's yeah, like, I go. hit the wrong button all the dude. If let me tell you right now, if my no job one types correctly, perfectly. If my job depended on accurately. me hitting the right button every minute and every second of every day, would I would have been have a fired a long time ago. I'm just saying. You've been eating the government cheese. <laughs> but um, um, but shit. Hold on. Yeah, so, so it's uh, it's one of the, keep 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 drink your drink 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 um um oh by the way by the way the uh the heartbeat scene the heartbeat scene where where they have uh he rules out all the heartbeats in 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 the ship because they suggest that he's still alive and and just the like when they first pull it up is like woo, 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 woo. and everyone's just like this is a little loud and then Brian's just like I got this I got this bong I was like it, it sounds like like it's it sounds like Skrillex some Skrillex or any one of you um like they're they're sitting there going like any one of you DJs in the laptops that make lots of money take that from 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 there and then use that here's the thing it's so awesome. The, everybody on the set was like hearing that and going like, "Oh, it's so loud! Oh God!" I and I'm sitting there going like, "Are you kidding me? I would have like jammed out to this at Magfest. Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Which, by the way, so looking forward to that. Um, but th- the whole point of the button thing is like, I was looking at you and I was like, as we were starting to learn, like, "Oh, well, the computer might have been flawed." I was like, "Maybe the buttons were switched," <gasps> or like maybe oh. like you know, like I was hypothesizing like maybe there was something where. Maybe there was something where, like, we're looking at him hit the yellow button and then the jettison button. Yeah. But maybe Kirk knew, oh, hey, the jettison button is actually red alert and red alert is actually jettison. Someone has logged that with me and here's that evidence. So, fuck you. Oh, so you were thinking someone, like, switched the little panels. Like, someone might have switched it or maybe they were like, hey, you know, I accidentally wired this wrong. Here's the report. You're going to want to hit this button or that button, you know, otherwise until we get it fixed. And he would have been like, all right, signed it off and... He would have known that information. I don't know. Like, mm. well, uh, let's get down to scores here because I'm I'm thinking uh, the bridge. This was an excellent episode for story. I'm giving it a thirty out of thirty. It really give it gave me yeah. It gave me the uh, the, the the fizz as as James would say <laughs> the fizz. It gave me the fizz. So thirty. What do you think, Brian? What's what's your score? I, I what's give it. Score, I give man? it a solid thirty as well. And I tell you why because. It's a, it's an episode that you know, it it earned its thirty because it earned my it, it earned my attention. It started off a little like a oh boy, and then like as it went on, I became more intrigued, and it was actually like it led places where I was like, okay, obviously like I'm I'm when it comes to the way stories are set up, I I'm not as ill educated as to not know where certain story strings might or might not lead. I know that there's a place that you have to take something. Okay. You have to escalate a story somehow, some way I get that. But regarding this story, I was like where they went with it. I was like, that was actually really, that was nicely done because you could have taken an easy route and you could have been like, Oh, well he is dead. Obviously blah, blah, blah. They actually did something very interesting here um, where not only was the guy alive, but he was trying to get revenge I think it's and it's one like, of it's okay. one of the strongest story ele- elements of uh, of uh, you know of uh, of the yeah. Star Trek series so far. It is um, that we reviewed here, and mm-hmm. I think it, it deserves that thirty. Next is the 
shortest ca- category for, for this episode possible. So we're moving on to sick bay. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. And I, no one died. But I'm sick. That you know, it's still, I, need to, I need to see it's, bones. It Give still me an gets injection. it still gets a zero. So moving on uh, to Captain's Law. Hello. And then that <laughs> one, uh, that one is uh, it's a rated out of ten about Captain Kirk, and uh, and then he was. It's a very Kirk epi episode. It's a Kirky episode. It's a Kirky episode. So we, he, we have we a Kirky Christmas. You know, uh, and out of ten, he, I think, um, deserves a. Uh, I give I, I give I give him a nine. I give him an eight only because while while he defended himself pretty admirably, if he didn't have that lawyer with him, he would have been shit out. That's why I didn't give him a ten. He would have been because because he wouldn't. Yeah, I'm gonna move mine to an eight. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. No, I don't feel like adding fives. <laughs> um. So next we have battle stations. <laughs> And uh, this one is for uh, action, you know. I I do like the uh, the fight between Kirk and Finley, mainly because Kirk wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his stunt double that with was in a lot of the shots, and it's fairly obvious, especially when he paused to look at it. And we paused, we're like, that that's not even Kirk. That's nope. like this is some other guy. And it was really blatantly obvious because his face was there. It wasn't just like a behind behind the back, you know. It, it, I think it was just a real, a real uh, humdinger in terms of action. So I'm going with like a five because I did enjoy the fight, but it, it wasn't like perfect. Brian, what do you score our action here in this episode? Um, the action for what it was, I'll give it, eh, I'll give it a three. Give it a three. It was all right. All right. You give it a four and a ten there. So uh, next one, we have the transporter room. Well, it's inside out. I heard that. It turned inside out? And it exploded. Um, this is uh, for travel. They went If they went anywhere. On this particular episode, I mean, they, yeah, they're, 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 at, they're at home. They're... they're uh, they're, they don't really go anywhere besides the ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'll. It, I mean, this one just gets a five for 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 attendance because they you know went to the ship and then they went back to the planet. So yep, back and forth, back back and, and forth. forth, and it's from Earth no less. So I'm giving it a five. Brian score. Um, I give it again a three just because that wasn't really what the episode was focused on. Okay, it didn't need to be. Okay, we'll give that a four. And uh, next one, we have a, uh, is the aliens, which is the, uh, usually the uh, antagonist, which uh, this is just the bad guy, so this one. Intruder alert on deck eight. And that's um, Finley, I would say, is the bad guy in this case. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Um, you know, Brian sucks balls a lot because he looks at his phone while we're trying to podcast. Uh, he just loves balls. And <laughs> you know yeah. what? Brian's gay. <laughs> oh, yo. There's a, was it Ninja Sex Party does a song like that? Yes, it's uh, Ninja Sex Party if we were gay. <laughs> and all it is is Danny going, I'm going to I'm gonna basically do a song about 
Ninja Brian being gay. <laughs> so um, just at least at least tune at least tune with me at uh, right, like right, to no, the no. last of this episode. Man. Sorry, no, no, no. I was, I, I I was actually, I, I was like, actually I like, reading something. Sorry. Okay, sorry. So um, um, bad the uh, the antagonist. You know, and, and I was I was thinking about my response to that, and my response is that this antagonist, I like him, um, but not the reason why I like classic uh, Trek villains. The reason why I like this villain is because he's kind of like us. Um, he's kind of like the everyman in that this is a guy who was trying to do a job. He had dreams of, you know, being a captain. Or, you know, you can apply that to any facet of your life. You know, anything that you want, you know, you try your you try your ass off to, like, be what you want to be in this world. And because of a screw-up, you know, it's taken away from you by you know, people who look down upon you seemingly. And, you know, this guy wanted revenge because he felt like he was slighted. And in, in his defense, I mean, like if that happened to me, I might kind of feel the same way. So you would try to fuck, you would try to fuck shit up too, too with the, uh, I mean, if, if, if I felt that hopeless about it, then sure. Because, you know, like I try, you know, you try your ass off. You try so hard to get somewhere. This guy was, you know, slated to become, become captain of the Enterprise. Right. But because of a mistake, one mistake, it went to Kirk. Yeah. And that's got to eat you up inside. And, like, apparently, you know, I don't know, Kirk was kind of dickish to him, but not really in I passing. mean, I do understand that. Like, people getting promotions that you you didn't want to... You were, you know, you're trying you to get... You wanted so badly. You want so badly, and then yeah. the, and then this other person who basically did uh, the work... Yeah, left, here comes You Captain did ten asshole, times the work as you know? this person, but that this person goes and gets a uh, gets a promotion. Right. Which I, I understand that. I understand that emotion. We've all been there, man. We've all been it's there. It's like, we've all been to that point so where it's I'm like... So I'm thinking 15... Like, out, why, why that asshole, you know? So I'm thinking 15 out of 20 for the, the antagonist I'll here. give him a 17, only because, like... I, I, well, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll stick by that. 17. He's not a perfect 20, um, obviously, <laughs> both in Well, because, you know, because he, he was a villain, but, but he was relatable. He was a relatable villain, you know, again, like, this isn't... This isn't Khan Nudie and Singh trying to take over a starship. This isn't, you know, freaking, ugh, God. I don't. This is a guy who feels slighted and is trying to get back at a system that's wronged him. And, you know, while what he did was fucked up, you know, it's, again, you can kind of relate to that. So, yeah, I'll give it a 17. That's 20. Okay. Sorry. Well, that is, uh... All the time that we have for today, kids. Uh, we have a total of 67 out of 100. So it's a 67D mm. for this episode. Um, if anyone's really offended at the the, quote, the quotation of the low quotations of our grading system. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I, I like to do relish in the fact that this is not... When we see something as a D, we see it like... It's a good episode, but we have higher standards, and we we would we we've seen better Star Trek, right? And some people say, well, that's not fair to hold up that high of, of a board for for the for the first season. Like, well, I don't look down on the episodes I already. I actually like those, right? <laughs> this is just it just happened to be the fact that 
in terms of the action, the transporter room, no one dying, um, and uh, just special effects that right. really lost out on it. It's it's a it is a story heavy episode. Right. That said, if if I were to grade this on story alone, it earned a hundred percent. Right. Well, so, I mean, okay, well, let me ask you a question. But I mark a Star Trek episode in, on all of these categories. Right. Okay, and that's... That's why I gave acting and story 30 out of 30. Right. So so that that's the explanation that I'm, I'm going with here. And I mean, you know, if, if anyone disagrees with me or, or thinks that, like, I should reevaluate... Well, let me ask... My, 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 sc- my scoring thing that I can probably use on Season 2, because I can certainly reevaluate um, well, allow me to ask you a question then, because it does seem as though we have this grading quotient that allows us to maybe make up for in one area what another area of the episode is lacking. But do you feel as though at the end? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. At at the end of the day, because we got a 70, we got a sixty seven on this episode. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: that's based on that is based on all of the different variants that we have here. Do you think that we could allow for bonus points? things that we think added to the episode maybe that not nah, in the second season maybe okay because here's uh, the thing um, it, it does seem like there might be some episodes that would otherwise suffer because of this and i'm not saying that it's a bad system by any means of the end uh, by any means i'm not arguing how we're j- judging these at all what i'm saying is maybe there needs to be a little bit of room for discussion and you know defending hey i think this deserves a higher score maybe right I mean, does that make sense at all? Like- yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, I think if if we do uh, go down that road, mm-hmm. um, a lot of episodes, every episode ends up being almost like B, 100%. Well, yeah. Whereas, like, every once in a while, we'll run to the episode that has all these things. Well, I'm saying that, like, you and I, or, you know, you, I, or whoever we're, you know, chatting with, are allotted, like, maybe, like, based on different things. Like, we're allotted five extra points or something like I don't know. um like i know uh episode coming up i know one of them i'm going to score highly because i i love that this episode the episode of city and the edge of forever right it has all those things mm-hmm. it has every single category in there and it does it it does every single category to a to a hundred percent right um and i think very very well so so that one you wait for that episode and that that will really um Get get your get your motors running there. Okay, if fair enough. If, you're, if we're saying we're missing too many, I'm just saying it, I do high that whole episode in high respect. But this one was a good one. It was a good one, and I do recommend to anyone who likes some good Star Trek but wants more of like a serious story side. It's a perfect episode for that. Right. In terms of story, this is definitely. In terms of story alone, this is an A for me. Yeah, definitely. So, um, Brian, uh, do you have any plugs for us today? Uh, yeah, we've currently been doing the um, um, Crossing the Streams uh, live stream on twitch.tv slash castwavestudios. I'm usually live on Tuesdays, and currently I have a schedule where I will do about an hour or two hours of Uncharted 2. Mm. And Because basically what I want to do is I want to beat every Uncharted game, and I want to stream it live on Twitch. Um with the exception of one, because one is fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> and no, not in terms of story, funny enough, but the gameplay is just broken. Um, but Bro- broken. 
it's broken. Um, however, I mean, because dude, like you can shoot, you can shoot just a rando guy, and he'll literally do like this, and like then he'll bounce back and start shooting back at you. I'm like, motherfucker, you took twenty bullets to the chest without a vest on. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I'll do Uncharted two, and then three, and then four. Uh, and if I can do the Vita game, I'll try and do the Vita game, but that's going to be freaking hard to do. Um, but after I do that, then I usually play about an hour of um, Overwatch, which is amazing. It's a very, very popular game. Oh, I love that game so much. It's a really popular game. And then uh, hopefully, maybe, um, I don't know, once I get uh, my feet wet with WWE 2K17, I might be playing with friend of the show, uh, Michael Lindenbaum. By, by the way, you can listen to... The experience on, um, you know, look up his podcast. He's a great friend of the studio. And, uh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, bud. So, uh, hit me up. <laughs> okay. Um, you can go on to uh, castawaystudios.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. And if you want a free trial of Amazon Prime, we can give you one. You basically go to the homepage, castawaystudios.com, click the, the banner up there. Mm-hmm. And from all your nerds here at Castaway Studios, we'll give you 30 days free. Um, it helps us and without any cost to you. It's a free thing. We're asking me, I'm asking you to grab a free thing and it helps us. I have actually been promoting this uh, around the around the workplace quite yeah. a bit. I mean, get, get a free trial. I mean, if you need me to help you sell it just a little bit more, think about this, everybody. Not only do you get a free month of streaming shows like the grand tour and anything else that's an exclusive on amazon not to mention free movies but uh, a but free shipping today two days two day free shipping so and so basically if you order something in the morning two days later it'll be there not to mention christmas is coming up yeah holidays <laughs> you know why <laughs> go through all the trouble <laughs> of going to box stores this holiday season yeah you know what, I mean, you can even go to somebody's Amazon list and find out what they like based on their wish list. There you go. And you make it easy. It makes it easy for you. It takes the stress out of the, the holidays. The future of the Star Trek happening right so here anyway, in 2016, man. Yep. So uh, go to Amazon, uh, castwaystudios.com slash Amazon. I'm sorry for the uh, muddle there. And uh, for First Officer Brian Massey. Yes. And... Your Captain Sean Holmes, I will say, live long and podcast, everyone. <laughs>